Colin from Movie Blogs, and we are super excited because the grand final of Junior Eurovision 2022 is right around the corner in Yerevan. We have listened to all of the studio cuts, and now it's time to go around the world and hear the top three from seven of our jurors. We're going to hear from Ed in Iceland, Ruxandra in Romania, Jonathan in the UK, and Tranig in Australia, Devin in the UK, Tom in the UK, but filming in Cape Verde Islands. And for me, should we talk about it? <laughs> Let's do this! Hello, Ed from England calling from a random rock in Iceland, and this is my top three of Junior Eurovision 2022. My eight points go to the Netherlands. Luna La Festa, this song is just the perfect Junior Eurovision song. It's got peaks and troughs, it's got incredible vocal and incredible stage performance. It's fun, it's catchy, it's got a key change. It really ticks every single box. She's so likable. It's fun, it's youthful. This is the Netherlands doing what the Netherlands does best. And especially after coming last, last year, I think they really, really will deserve a, a top five, top three, maybe a top placement this year. Hi guys, it's Ruxandra from Romania here and I hope that you enjoyed Junior Eurovision songs as much as we do. It was personally so hard to pick three songs because this year we have so many good entries and so many styles. I love so many songs this year, so it was difficult. But still, here is my top three. My number three is Portugal, Nicolas Alves with Ano Setenta. Okay, personally, I love the retro vibe of this song and I think that his voice is quite unique. It's very suitable for this kind of rock ballad and the song itself has style. It's something that you don't really expect to see in Junior Eurovision Song Contest and that's why it's very different compared with all the other songs. So when you listen all of them, it's impossible not to notice this one. And I also like the lyrics because they're about uh, uh, finding yourself, about, you know, um, belonging to the 70s, yeah, I really like the message of it. Hi everyone, this is Jonathan in the UK, hope you're all excited for the party that is Junior Eurovision to be back once again. I know that my number three of the contest is certainly up for a party because it is Luna from the Netherlands. La Festa is such a joyous song, it instantly puts a smile on my face and I absolutely want to join the party that Luna is hosting. I have no worries whatsoever that she is going to put on an amazing show in Yerevan. We've already seen it at Junior Song Festival. She has some stellar dance skills and she never loses any of her notes or singing ability in amongst all of that as well. She is just such a pro and it was just an amazing performance overall. 
The song does actually give me similar vibes to Valentina's J'imagine from 2020. Just a really happy, kid-friendly song, but it never feels too saccharine or sweet at all. And much like Valentina, I could absolutely see Luna coming out on top this year and winning the whole thing for the Netherlands. It would be a very much well-deserved victory. Hello Eurofans, this is Antronik calling. I'm very excited to be welcoming all of you to Yerevan for Junior Eurovision 2022 very, very soon. But without further ado, we have some points to get to. And my number three, my eight points, is Kazakhstan. I think Kazakhstan has had some really good Junior Eurovision entries since they debuted and they've gotten obviously some really good results but I do think this song is their most accessible entry and if they can put together a great performance on stage I think this will stand out amongst all of the slower songs that we have competing. Hey you guys! Junior Eurovision! Oh, babe, 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 I am ready for Yerevan! Let me just tell you that. And without much further ado, I'm gonna dive straight into my honorable mention, Georgia. Giga Kutsianidze, he gets it. I mean, Georgia has won the most JSE trophies and they finished comfortably in the top five for most editions. Again, this is a very, very strong contender for victory. It doesn't have the immediacy of some of its peers, but in the recap, you know, think what we always need, think what we always want. Visually, this is arresting. Vocally, it's amazing. And it also comes with a really strong message. I think this is gunning for the top. And actually, in my review, I'm thinking, have I ranked this too low? It is clearly an honorable mention. It's a tight year. In third place, Free Sky, United Kingdom. You know what? I think this is really good fun. And although it's a little too adult for my taste, Kami Kami actually won. And that was also leaning more towards adult. But there's great choreography here. Free Sky can sing. And, you know, she's had enough run-throughs to absolutely master it by the time she gets to Yerevan. Hello, Tom Hendrick here, live from Cape Verde. I hope you're well. Here's my top three for Junior Eurovision 2022. My third place goes to La Festa and the Netherlands. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I think it's a fantastic um, pop song. It merges lots of European rhythms and beats and, and, and genres all together. Uh, I would be, I'm surprised that this is actually the Netherlands after the first listen. Uh, you could think it was from Spain or something, of course, but 
uh, it's just a, a fantastic song. What my only gripe with it though is that um, the chorus needs to be punchier, more produced. It kind of dips a little bit when you want it to go and uh, up and elevate a, a lot more, but it's still a fantastic song. My number three, I did not have to look far. It is Freya Sky from the UK, Lose My Head. the most radio friendly of all the tracks. I think it's so well produced. It's really catchy. The first time I heard it, I kept hearing it in my head after I had shut my computer. We've seen they already have a strong stage concept, both in the music video and also that came through in the various live performances she gave. She knows how to move. The choreography is age appropriate. It's still very interesting and arresting though. I think they have a nice package. She's in very good hands. She's a very competent performer. And I think people are gonna love this. My 10 points go to Ireland. This song is just so captivating. The first time I heard it, from the instant I heard it, the harps in the background, it's so magical, so mystical. It's got the Irish ethnic influence, which you don't really get at adult Eurovision, but I love that they bring in junior Eurovision. She looks so Irish. She's clearly got amazing vocals, which we've seen at the national selection. And then that key change is just otherworldly. So, I really hope Ireland gets the result they deserve this year, finally, in Junior Eurovision. And uh, let's move on to my number two. My number two is the Netherlands, Luna with La Festa. is exactly the kind of song that I expected and I wanted to see in Junior Eurovision. It's so colorful and so energetic and uh, Luna has a lot of charisma and she has a perfect vocal control. I saw the performance in their national final and the way she dances and the way she sings at the same time, oh my god, she's incredible. She's incredible. I really love this performance. And this song is very catchy. Like, you have to admit it, I was listening to this song and then I had the chorus of it in my, in my head for days. And each time when I have a moment of silence, silence I, still, I still hear it. My number two is Freya Sky from the UK with Lose My Head. It has been many, 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 many years since I had the UK this high up on a personal ranking. But Lose My Head is just a really well produced pop song and Freya delivers it with all the sass and attitude it needs. Like when you watch that music video, her facial expressions throughout that, she is giving it to the camera and just the way she changes things up just gives the impression that she was 
born to be a pop star and very much the queen that she is sitting on that throne. Again, she's given a solid live performance at Children in Need, so no worries whatsoever for me going into Junior Eurovision. She is going to smash it out of the park. And even regardless of the results, I'm just so proud of having Freya and this song represent the UK. Whatever timeline we entered at the start of 2022, for the UK to suddenly be good at Eurovision and Junior Eurovision again, please can we stay there for many, 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 many more years to come. Really, really well done. My second place goes to the United Kingdom. I lose my head over you, 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 you. I lose my head over you. Just a fantastic song. Lyrically, musically, visually fantastic. I, I just think it's so, so great to have the UK back at Junior Eurovision and long may they stay. Good luck to Freya and she gets my 10 points. Number two is the host nation, Armenia. Dance, 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 dance. Oh, you know what? Amazing. There is not a single fault with this entry. Armenia are not, they don't want to let go of this trophy. And this homecoming entry is on fire. It gets me moving. It gets me bopping. This is excellent. There is nothing, everything about this is marking at really high quality. Again, Armenia has been fairly consistent, particularly in recent years, in showcasing entries that I love. This is fun. This is visually a bop and it puts you on the dance floor. It's great for kids and adults can join in too. My number two is Freya Sky uh, and the United Kingdom. I don't like putting uh, my country in the top three, but it's very difficult not to. It's such a well-produced pop song. I think she is a star. I think it'll have the Sun Rider effect. I think it's it's too good not to be in the top three. I think it will do very well. My number two, this is also a hugely, hugely radio-friendly track. It is Nare with Dance. don't have to reinvent the wheel to do well and this is keeping it simple this is a classic dance track shades of disco shades of bruno mars but totally nah ray into the a to the r to the e i think she brings a particular flavor here there's an armenian undertone to all of this which i absolutely love there's a sense of place yes but it can also be from anywhere it's perhaps the most spotify friendly because it loops dance 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 the lyrics this is not william shakespeare okay this is not you know keats emily bronte whoever you don't have to serve us that like literary flair you just have to give us something memorable and that is what this is doing makes you want to bounce and shimmy and i see this doing very very well and then finally my number one le douze point go to italia
this song, blah blah blah, Chanel, but not Chanel, 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 whatever her name is. Incredible. This song is such a throwback from like the first Junior Eurovisions, like 2003, 2004. So, so catchy, so uplifting. The, the verses sound like they could be some Funka Dua Lipa song and then the chorus comes in and it's just pure happiness Europop. It takes me back in time. It's got fun hooks with the blah, 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 the music stops. And then that high note at the end is just unreal. If she can pull that off, wow. Um, it just brings me with joy. I can't help but dance with this song. And for me, this is what Junior Eurovision is about. So I'm wishing the best of luck to Italy. Um, and what a great year. Best of luck to everyone. And let's move to my number one. My number one is Ireland, Sophie Lennon with Soleil's. could listen to this song for the whole day. It's just so beautiful. It's like a ray of sunshine packed in a song. I don't know, she has this clear voice, you know, and the song itself is full of warmth, light, it makes you calm. And I really like the music video because it looks like a fairy tale, you know, it gives this vibe of a story. Yeah, I, I think that if she will uh, keep this concept, I don't know what they have in mind for uh, for the grand show, but if she will keep this uh, con uh, this uh, concept, I think it's gonna be just mesmerizing. Yeah, and this were my pick, my picks. Hope you enjoy it. There are a lot of great upbeat songs at this year's contest that are really getting me moving, but there's one in particular that's getting me up and dancing. That is the home entry from Armenia. My number one is Nare with Dance. This is just such an amazingly catchy song. It blends that digital dance production with a sprinkling of Armenian spice and it is such a great combination. Yet it never feels too repetitive. They've got that rap verse halfway through, followed by the instrumental dance break, and it just all helps to create some extra light and shade and just really give a dynamic performance from start to end. It does give me shades of some of the great bangers that Adam MP3 has released over the years, and I see absolutely no reason why Nare cannot give Armenia just as good of a result at Junior Eurovision this year as RM MP3 delivered for the country at Eurovision 2014. Maybe even better. Like, let's go back to Armenia next year. That's fine with me. I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, this is just a song I am going to be dancing to for a long time to come. Love it. Now for my number one. And it was very, very close between first and second, but my number one and my 12 points is Spain. Conmigo, 
I think what edges Spain out over the UK is just that it's slightly more memorable in terms of the hook. But both are fantastic songs, and I think it's going to all come down to the performances. I think Spain is definitely in with a chance of winning this year, and they get my 12 points. And my number one. Get ready for la festa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Luna's La Festa is everything I have wanted and more. It is also what I thought I didn't need, but hearing it, I'm like, how did I live without it? This is excellent. You know, the Netherlands have participated more than any other country. I think they've got one victory, at least that I can remember. This could be a number two. And justifiably so. This is excellent. You know, I love... Let the children sing and let them be children. This is great. Luna, of course, is, I think she's now 12. Everything about this is excellent. I love the diversity of the dances. I love the, the song, the choreography. I love the surprising key changes. And there's just so much here. It keeps moving and moving and moving. And then there's more. And then it's shifting and shaping. And oh my God, this is how, this is how to write a song. Mm, I'm so excited. I mean, Junior Eurovision this year hasn't been the strongest year. But in the top tier, it's been neck and neck. It's been really, really tough, you know. So you've got entries racing for the top. Equally, you have entries racing for the bottom. Because there's just some of them that... But these four totally stand out. Luna La Festa is my number one pick though. But my number one is Solas uh, and Ireland, Sophie Lennon. Now, do I think this will win? No, let's get that out of the way. But what this song does do to me is transform me to another place. It's magical, it's mythical. It's, it it, it trans, transports me to another dimension. And that, okay, that might sound a little bit overdramatic, but it does do that. I, I, can, I can put my headphones on, I close my eyes, I put that song on, and it's just such a beautiful, beautiful song. I think that's what, I think Gaelic does that to me. I, I loved Banshee in recent Junior Eurovision. And this does the same thing. It's just um, this beautiful, magical, mythical song. I'm using the same words because that's what it is. Um, it's my number one. Now, I've talked about a radio-friendly song and a Spotify-friendly song, but JESC is about a lot more than that. It's about the stage performance. And my number one, the best overall package in my mind at this point, it's the Netherlands' Luna La Festa. This is amazing. That stage show is so sleek, so polished, and so eye-catching. You just want to watch from start to finish. Very, very sweet. Very, very youthful 
innocent, bubbly, bubbly, energetic. It's serving all the good feels, all the good vibes that you want in a TV show like this. At the same time, musically, it is just so catchy. It loops and loops and loops. When that chorus comes, it combines with the choreography in just a magical, magical way, and you want to see her do it again and again and again. She doesn't lose her breath. She doesn't seem remotely phased. She can do this. It, she's stage ready, is what I'm trying to say. Unlike a lot of my other um, favorites in this competition, we've already seen her tested in a live competition, right? Junior Song Festival. She's had to go through the ringer and she proved she can more than handle the pressure. So at this stage, you know, having not seen everyone else live, but having seen her live, I think Luna is just, for the moment, my personal queen in this competition. Um, it's just so warming, so, so heartfelt, so sweet. And then the bridge comes. You've got this double break bridge, right? It changes, but then it changes again. And it gets a little more clubby. And I think that balances out all the sweetness that came before. I just think this is top notch. This is a stage show that is stage ready and she would be a very, very deserving winner. Well, that's what we think. What do you think? Who are your top three of JESC 2022 headed into rehearsals? How do you think your favorite will do when the voting comes around? Let us know here on WeWeBlogs. Make sure to give this video a thumbs up and hit that subscribe button as well as the notification bell so you can get all our content throughout the rest of Junior Eurovision and coming up for Eurovision 2023. Follow WeWeBlogs on Pinterest. Please, and yes, we'll be in Yerevan bringing you more exciting hot content. And we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you very much. Ciao. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.